Ellie McKay walked into the Maverick Bar about 9.30. The sun had set hours earlier, but the sky remained light to the west in the crisp September air. She'd been driving since mid-afternoon, and she was ready to get drunk. She took a room at the Bide a While Motel. The ambiance and the price had nothing to do with her choice. It was the convenient location of the Maverick just down the street. She hadn't seen a grocery store or a liquor store on her way into Farmington, and she didn't want to drive anymore. Besides, she was tired of being alone. Some nights she tried restaurants, the kind with a cocktail lounge that will bring a double rye on the rocks a couple of times without looking askance. But tonight it was too late to eat, too late to be hungry. She had promised herself that she wouldn't get drunk in the bar. The blackouts were unpredictable, and she wanted to choose what happened. She wanted to face the end if it was coming her way with her eyes wide open. She just wanted a good buzz, some way to really slow down so that she could sleep and not dream of Joel and the hotel room. She wanted to drink to feel all right again and to feel loose enough to ask for a bottle that would carry her through the night with maybe a bit left over to start the next day. When you've got one bag, it doesn't take long to unload the car, and by this time, she never unpacked. Just showered off the road and put on clean underwear and walked on down to the tavern. There had been rain earlier in the day, and the neon flashed in the puddles that remained. Coors Light, Coors Light, Coors Light. She noted with relief the half-dozen pickups parked in front of the Maverick. Bars were easier if they weren't too crowded. Men got rowdy in crowds. They got mean. She pushed the door open and walked right to the bar. It's always straight ahead in a country tavern, and she knew if she made a beeline for it, there'd be no need to make eye contact or suffer the reactions of the patrons to the newcomer. She felt more invisible that way. The bartender, a young, brawny redhead in overalls and a red denim shirt with pearl snaps, put a napkin down in front of her right away. What'll it be, miss? She smiled. She liked kind bartenders who pretended she was still young. Double maker's mark, she said. Go easy on the ice. You got it, he said. The drink was before her in no time. She let it sit a minute, though the craving was strong. She thought in Santa Fe that she might stop again, or at least slow down. The bartender noticed her hesitation. Something wrong, ma'am? She saw the worry that played at the corner of his eyes, so she pushed away her resolutions. She needed him on her side. She laughed and said, just giving thanks to the bourbon makers of America. My way of saying grace. The redhead chuckled and moved away. She took a sip, then another. Alone, she'd have drunk it down, trying to get to that place of no fear. Instead, she decided to pace herself, watch the digital clock next to the cash register. But after five minutes, the drink was gone, and the bartender... She decided his name was Billy, looked over at her from the beer tap. 
She nodded. Andy fixed the next one. The Maverick had a big mirror behind the bar. She liked that because she could watch the action without being part of it. There were four booths over to one side of the front wall, and three of them held couples. Two of those couples were kids, boys barely old enough to shave, let alone drink, cheerleader girlfriends. When did the world get so young? In the third booth, the couples seemed different, though they were necking and laughing, too. When they disentangled themselves, she saw that they were both gray-haired and thick in the middle. Somehow that made her feel better.